What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Lunchbox is back today. First time back in a few weeks. Uh, he had another baby. We'll reveal what the sex is coming up in an hour. Uh, Joey in Georgia is on the phone. Hey, Joey, you're on the air. What's happening, dude? Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, what I have, Bobby, and I hope that you're going to agree with me, is my daughter just started the University of Georgia. She's an incoming freshman. And we're finally got tickets to the Florida-Georgia game this year. But I've been a lifelong Florida fan, and my wife says that I absolutely have to wear my Georgia dad shirt to the game with my daughter and all these other Georgia fans, and I just truly want to wear my Tim Tebow jersey. What should I do, Bobby? <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that. I think if your daughter or son was on the team, you would have to support her or him, right? Yes. The fact that she's just going to school there, right? That she's just going to school there. Is that true? That's correct. She's an incoming freshman. Yeah, yes. just making sure I'm hearing you right. There is no chance I would... If Caitlin and I had a kid, and that kid went to Oklahoma... <laughs> first of all, God forbid. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but but, but second of all, if we're at that game... And Caitlin's like, hey, we need to support her. She ain't playing. I'm wearing my Arkansas jersey. You're out of your mind. Okay, but the wife and the daughter are like, I don't hey, get good. your daughter's like, dad, please wear this. She's not playing on the team. That's what you tell her. Yeah. You're, like, okay. hey, hey, Joey, when you go, who are you rooting for? I'm going to be rooting for Florida, Bobby. Oh, yes. All of my, everybody's going. My daughter, my wife, my dad, my brother, all of them are Georgia fans, and they're all going to be there with us. But I'm, I'm going to have to... I've got to wear Tim Tebow. I don't. I mean, I don't don't think that your daughter just going to school there should make you have to wear a Georgia shirt. By the way, Florida's biggest rival. Florida, it is. I'm telling. As a sports fan, I'm telling you right now, wear your Tebow jersey. There's no. If your daughter was the punter, I would say that was different. If she was playing wide receiver for. Georgia, that would be different, but it's not. She's just going to school there. Wear your Florida jersey. Are you going to be cheering for Florida? Absolutely. With all the Georgia people around you? Yes. Okay. I am. I, I, that's what I've been in my life, my entire life. I've always been a Florida fan, and all my family has been Georgia fans. I live in Georgia. So, okay. I mean, and she, she got a great scholarship to Georgia, and I wanted her to go to Florida, but she had an opportunity, but she didn't. She chose Georgia. So. Okay. Hey, don't, don't ever give up on your beliefs. Hmm? No, yeah, Tim Tebow all the way. Well, it's not about Tebow. It's about Florida. Well, he clearly likes that jersey. Or I would too. I'm, I'm sure it was expensive. I would. Um, can, uh, well, can you compromise and wear your Tim Tebow, but then get a Georgia hat, a Georgia why dad would, no hat? No way. You look why? like an idiot. No, no like uh, or a shirt that says, "Make a shirt that says oh, my well, daughter." Now she's now she my ordered. daughter goes to Georgia, but I'm rooting for Florida, and then put Tim Tebow on the back. I mean, that's kind of funny. No chance. <laughs> Wear your Florida jersey. Okay. I would say different if she was on the team, and so would you. So wear your Florida jersey. Be proud. She still knows you love her. But you know who else you love? Florida. I'm just telling you, there's no, I would not wear an Oklahoma jersey if my kid wasn't on the Oklahoma football team. No chance. I'm uh, sure your daughter honestly really doesn't care if you wear the Florida. I, I'm just saying, if it, she was begging you to wear the Georgia, then I guess that's where it'd get hard. All right, Joey. She thinks it's. Yeah, that's great. She thinks it's funny, though, because she knows I'm a Florida fan. Yeah, of course. She knows who you are. Hey, be you. Remain you. Stay true to yourself. Love the show, guys. All right, see you, buddy. (laughs) Bye-bye. Good luck. It is time to get over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My daughter's 12 years old. 
and the only time she hears from her biological father's side of the family is Christmas when they have a gift for her. For many years, I've thought it was a nice gesture. However, I am now considering not taking the gift as I am wondering if this is more harm than good for my daughter. Please advise on whether I should fake a smile and say thank you or politely tell them that we don't want to accept the gift. Signed, Confused Before Christmas. That's interesting. They still give you a gift, but they want nothing else to do with you, I guess. Mm, Weird. Yeah, um, it's hard. Just take the gift, right? Just take the gift. There's no reason to create drama that doesn't need to be existent at all. Guess what's going to happen? Take the gift. Tell, what, what's the problem with... I, I, I'm literally asking the question, like, what's the problem whenever your daughter gets something from a side of the family that she doesn't really know? I'm assuming that maybe it... Sh- causes confusion of like well who are these people and where have they been and why don't they want to talk to me any other time but the mom might be feeling it more than the five-year-old i didn't have a big relationship with that side of my family my biological father's side like one uncle who i still know and still came to my wedding but i didn't know my real dad i didn't really have a relationship with his mom my grandmother who's since passed um that side i didn't know and i would occasionally get stuff from my grandmother and i was just like okay cool i got 20 bucks here um, and it also allowed me to know they still existed. Mm-hmm. And at least they do care. They could be totally off the radar. Yeah, it's, it's weird, but I'm going to say stay away from drama if you can. And I think saying, hey, we don't want your gifts is dramatic. Yes. And, and she's 12. Mm-hmm. 12 starting to be that age, too, where you can have almost adult-like conversations. So I, I don't know. I'm sitting here thinking about if it was my kids and my family, I would maybe, if you haven't done this, you can have a thoughtful conversation with that family. If you do want them a part of their life in some capacity, have you done anything to make that possible? Have you extended the olive branch, maybe invited them for dinner or give them an opportunity and say that you would like for there to be a relationship but yeah, then if not, you can still do the Christmas gifts. One, one time that happened where my, I don't really call her, she was my grandmother, but I really didn't have a relationship with her after like age six or seven. Because my real grandmother adopted me for a while. It was two polar situations. But the grandmother on my biological father's side said, hey, we haven't seen each other in a long time. Why don't you come over for Christmas? Mm. How old were you then? 23, okay, 24. So much older. Yes. And at this point, I hadn't seen my biological father since I was six. And so I was like, okay, sure. Like, he's not going to be there, right? And they're like, no, nah, we haven't seen him in a you know, few years. Who knows? I get there and I walk in the door and he's there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I remember going, well, this is not where I want to be. And he says to me, hey, did you come here to beat me up? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself... Everybody can beat me up. What are you talking about? Like I'm the biggest wimp in the world. But it was a it was it was a tough one. It was a really awkward situation. I ended up I sat down for like 15 minutes and I was like, "Hey, this isn't very good for me. I'm going to go ahead and go." And then I jumped out. But heck, she made an effort. Yeah. yeah. I also didn't know he was going to show up. Later in life I met him. I met him what, 3 or 4 years ago? Yeah. Maybe 5 years ago. It had been 30 years since I'd seen him, but I remember that they had reached out to me and said, hey, come be a part of this side of the family. And I went, woo It's a bad, bad Christmas. Do you think that they were like, oh, okay, this is going to, since you said, I guess you asked if you'd be there, right? Yeah, you said, and I she asked said, like some cousins and stuff, and they were like, no, yeah. we don't think so. Okay. Well, maybe in her mind, she's like, oh, maybe this will be a chance for them to connect, and I'll just get them both in the same room. I just remember being startled and him mm-hmm. 
looking at me going, did you, he said, did you come here to kick my A? Yeah. yeah. And I went, first of all, who are, for a second, I didn't even put it together. And then I was like, uh, no, and I don't want to get mine kicked either. So uh, I'm going to have some, a couple couple green beans and hit the hit the ground running. What an interesting way for him to deal with his feelings in that moment. Oh, I learned a lot about when I finally did meet up with him. He was always the villain to me. He's not the villain. He's a guy who just made some bad choices. And then much like I am, was extremely stubborn or embarrassed mm-hmm. and didn't want to confront them. And so I don't hate him anymore. I don't have a relationship with him, but I don't hate him anymore. But I think maybe as I talk about this out loud, getting this presence from this side of the family eventually is some sort of bridge that allows that to be crossed again. And there could be a relationship in the future. Yeah. So when your grandma invited you to dinner, I mean, that you did appreciate I did go. that? Yeah. And I, went, I was like, yeah, why yeah. not? I think that'll be good. It's kind of cool. So take the gift. That's what I say. And we did a whole bunch of therapy for me in this segment, too. Yeah. <laughs> there we have it, and we everybody. we learned a lot, too. We learned a lot. If you want to send us an email, uh, you can. Morgan, what's the email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Eddie, what happened with your kids at baseball? <laughs> this is my six-year-old. So he usually plays pitcher, right? And they, the coach puts him in these positions. But one game, he just wanted to rotate them out. So he took my son and said, hey, I want you in outfield this time. And I'm in the stands, and I'm watching it happen. And I just see my son throw his har- arms up like, what? Uh, outfield? Are you crazy? And in the then, middle of the game? In the middle of the game. And then he takes his hat, his baseball cap, and throws it on the grass and walks off. And the coach has to, like, pick up his hat and, like, put it back in his head. And I'm looking like, what is going on right now? Is he really pitching a fit because he's going to the outfield? So I'm thinking, like, this is rude. This is bad behavior. He cannot be acting like this. But then there's also the competitive side. Like, hey, he's fighting for his position. He's letting the coach know that I don't want to be in the outfield. I'm good enough to be in the infield. So there are two sides that I wanted to ask you guys. Like, what would you do if this was your son and he did this? What's your question? Do you tell him, hey, that's rude, don't ever do that? Or do you say, I like your competitiveness, I like that you stood up for yourself and you let the coach know that you wanted to be in the infield? You don't ever do that in the middle of a game. Yeah. First of all, you don't throw your hat and throw a hissy. He's sick, so he, he's allowed. Yes. But as... He's allowed. <laughs> he's allowed to have that grace because he's six. Uh-huh. But the discussion is not, hey, good for you, you're competitive, you threw a fit in, in the middle of the field in front of everybody. Because it's not at all. Because when, when you agree to be on a team and you have a coach coach you, you allow the coach to coach you. And so if the coach tells you to go play right field or first base or sit out a couple innings, you do that. Now, if there's something you want to talk to coach about after the game, that's a different situation. That is something you need to address with him because that is not being competitive. That's being – why are you nodding at me? Because I did exactly that. Okay. After the game was over, I said, come on, you're coming with me and you're going to go talk to your coach. And then I said, Coach, I think my son did something out there that he shouldn't have. And I said, go ahead, apologize. So he goes up there. He's like, Coach, I- I'm sorry I took my hat off and, and, and I threw it on the ground and I disrespected you. No hat slamming, right? no complaining in the middle of the game. You're not Aaron Rodgers. You're six. You're being moved around on a baseball field. Um, and that's my point. So later on the weekend, we're watching football, and somebody starts yelling at his coach, throwing his helmet on the bench. <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, well, the pros are doing it now. And like – I'm just thinking at this point, I'm like, well, I'm teaching him the right thing by being respectful towards his coach. But at the same time, like you just said, you got Aaron Rodgers going, no, I'm going to call the shot. Coach, get out of here. Tell your son (laughs) whenever he's able to make money from playing a sport or be an adult, then he can get huffy and puffy all he wants. Oh, 
But no, six-year-old, that's not allowed. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly what I did out in the field. I, I made him apologize. And even the coach said, hey, I love your heart. I love that you're passionate out there. I love that you stood up against me. But that's no. I'm going to tell you what to play, and but you're going to do that. But also not in the middle of a game. Right. <laughs> right. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Luke Bryan provided roadside service to help a single mom in need. She was stuck on the side of the road with a flat tire with her two young kids when Luke pulled up to her and helped her change her tire. You can see the heartwarming video on TikTok by user at Courtney Potts. Brothers Osborne talked about their favorite Halloween candies to get while trick-or-treating. With Snickers, Baby Ruth, Kit Kat. Oh, Reese's too. I, I always hated those houses that would give you bad candy, though. You're like, come on, step it up. Spend the extra dollar on a bag, you know? Uh, a house when we were growing up that used to give out whole candy bars. That was the best. Eric Church talks about dressing up as Big Bird for Halloween one year. We were Elmo, Cookie Monster, and I was Big Bird. And Big Bird was the actual Big Bird. It's about seven foot four. And you looked out of the body, and then you had these straps that went on so that the head was a lot higher. Well, there's a lot of beer involved in Franklin Street. So we get down there, and as the night went on, my straps broke, so the head would pivot. And so I would be walking one way, and the head would be facing the other. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Maria is 80 years old. She lives in California. And last December, she got COVID. And she had a multiple pre-existing conditions. So the doctors were like, she may not recover from this at all. She spent 10 months on a ventilator. And now, wow, Maria. 10 months. 10 months. Long time. But wow. it's okay. Maria is finally coming home. And the doctors say the family's presence of them coming in and saying hi to her, they just saw her perk up every single time. She, they think that's what made her fight the battle, and she won. The ventilator is like the last step, yeah. the most intense step. Yeah. Yes. And to be on one for 10 months, wild. I mean, we amazing. had a couple people in our family, Caitlin's family, that were on a ventilator. And it was like, I mean, one bad night, and you can lose them when they're on the ventilator. Dang, 10 months. Hate to see that bill, though. Yeah, <laughs> We're not, I don't think they're thinking about that's the not bill. a tell me something good. No. no, the American healthcare system, not a tell me something good. But that's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Lunchbox is back in the studio for the first time in a few weeks as he had a third baby. How does it feel being a dad of three, Lunchbox? Oh, it's exhausting. Like, it is so hard because you have two that can move, and so they're going one direction, and then you got the other baby that can't move that's crying, and they're all, there's just action all the time. There is no time to sit down and relax and just, you know, sip on a cocktail or anything like that. You are go, go, go all the time. But it's awesome. So you have two boys. What were you guys hoping for this next time? Uh, my wife was praying for a girl because she didn't want to be stuck with three boys and then me being a boy and the dog being a boy, all boys in the house. So she's praying, girl, me, you know me, I want a boy, 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 boy. And so you guys did not find out until you were in the room. Correct. We didn't find out with our first two. We were going to find out with the third one. My wife wanted to, but I convinced her. I was like, look, you need to quit being selfish and we need to find out when the baby comes out. And so I won that argument, and we waited till huh. delivery day. <laughs> Not sure how that's selfish. How is that selfish? But, I mean, yeah. it sounds like you're being selfish, but okay. Well, because so, what does it change if we know? Who cares? Let's okay. just wait till the day it is born, and it'll be the huge surprise when the doctor hands us that baby, and we have to look. And so what is it like? Because I don't have kids yet. So is it like waiting for your team to kick a field goal, and you're like, if you make this, we win the game? Like, and you're just like, oh, boy, here it goes, here it goes. Is yeah. that what it's like as you wait for the sex of that new baby? 
Absolutely. You're waiting for that game-winning play because, like, when she starts pushing and everything, like, so it was crazy because we were induced because she has some health issues. And so, all right, let's go. We're going to take a nap. And my wife wakes me up and goes, I think I'm going to ask for an epidural now. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then she's like, I don't have time for the epidural. It's time to go. I got to get this baby out of me now, now, now. And the doctor's like, look, if you got to push that baby out and I'm not down there to catch it, it'll land on the bed because the doctor wasn't even scrubbed in or anything. And I'm going, here we are. Game's on the line. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? And they're like, push, push, push. Ah, ah. And I mean, I see the head. And I'm like, I see a head. Babe, next time, next time you push, the baby's going to be here. So we wait for the next contraction. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Push, push, push. And the baby comes out and the doctor holds it up. The doctor holds up the baby. And, and, are you ready? Yes. (laughs) We're ready. Baby box three is a... Good boy! It's a boy! It's a boy! I'm three for three! Boy, 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 boy! Oh my goodness! They hold up that baby and you look and you see the parts and you're just like, babe, it's a boy! We got a boy! And it was incredible. Was she disappointed at all? I think a little bit she was sad. And she said that was the problem with not finding out is that she was worried she was going to be sad in the delivery room. She cried a little bit, and I don't know if she was crying from pain because she didn't have time to get the epidural. Guys, she only pushed for nine minutes, so when people have babies in the car because it comes so fast, now I totally get it because it was like, she goes, I think I'm going to get the epidural. Ten minutes later, we had a baby. Wow. So what about when you hear people go, it took me 36 hours to have a baby? I'm like, I don't know how that's possible. That's crazy. All I mean, our three, fir- All three of your kids come out quick? I mean, our first one was like Eight or nine hours. The second one was uh, four hours, and then this one was nine minutes. Crazy. You can do 30 seconds on the next one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, so, I mean, are y'all going to have another one to try for a girl? Uh, I mean, she said talk to her in six months because the okay. whole pain of delivering a baby, the excitement, like we're, we're in it right now, so the excitement of it is like, oh, my gosh, we want more. But let's see how the family of three transitions and – I mean, it was crazy, but we got a third boy, and I mean, I'm over the moon excited. It was, it's incredible. It was incredible. So awesome. Three Here for three. Is a clip of the first cry. Are you recording this on your phone? Oh or yeah, on my like phone. Like you just hit record. Like when it's starting to go down. Like I, I cut out all the. Sc- I thought I'd bring in screaming, but I didn't think you guys wanted to hear the pain of her and like screaming and crying. So I just <laughs> cut all that. Like it's the whole. It's the whole nine minute clip. <laughs> oh my god! All right, guys, here we go. <laughs> Uh, okay, here we go. This is the baby's first cry. Does, does that it. baby look different than your other two babies? I'm going to tell you what. This baby looks identical to me. Like, it is officially wow. this one. I don't even need it. There's no paternity test needed at all. Like, Thank it goodness. is a doppelganger of me. The other two okay. did not look like me. This one is my spitting image. Everybody that has seen this baby goes, oh, that's you. I mean, it has the same hair as me when I was born. I mean, looks just like me. Boom. The other two you still concerned about or? <laughs> ah, the first one for sure because he's just, he's shy and just totally opposite of what I am. But, but it's okay that he could be like your wife yeah, though. kids are different. I, and I, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to understand that and grasp that. Like, I mean. He we, wanted all of them to come out just like him. <laughs> he used to be so competitive with Eddie because Eddie's two-year-old. <laughs> Just is like an athlete and he's catching balls, throws balls, you know, like catches balls. 
Um, and Lunchboxes isn't like correct. That. And, and mine is like we we go to like little birthday parties for like people he goes to preschool with or whatever, and like he just stands off to the side, and I'm just like, hey man, you got to go talk to him. And I try to force him, and I'm just like. You got to let him do his thing. But I'm like, dude, they're having fun. You see how they're jumping on that trampoline? You need to get in there and jump on the trampoline. I don't want to. And I'm just like, okay, okay. Very <laughs> frustrated, but okay. Oh, you congratulations. Say that to the, you say that to your kid? I'm very frustrated. I say in my head. Like we went to, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we went to one of those trampoline parks in, uh, for a birthday party. And he wanted to play with the, the massage chair over in the corner instead of jumping on the trampolines. <laughs> hey, I get that. That's uh, what I do. That's what uh, <laughs> So, yeah. But... Yeah, I, 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 I love him. He's great. But third boy, woo, just like me. We got a boy. Three for three. Oh, Let's go. And even the dog's a boy, if you missed it earlier. Yeah, I heard even that. the dog's like, a boy. We got all boys. Even the dog's a boy. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Whoa. Three for three on boy. I have a friend that's got all, has four girls. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's brutal. Same situation, only exactly the reverse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> Paris Hilton's wedding registry has been discovered and now shared, and people are giving her a hard time because why are you putting up a wedding registry? I felt when, when I was, you know, uh, about to get married and we had a registry, I was like, I don't know, do we need a registry? And then someone said to me, hey, you guys should experience what people get to experience. Like part of that is putting stuff up on a registry and having people buy it for you. And I was like, you're right. That was completely selfish of me to go. We don't need a registry because maybe it wasn't for me. It's for Caitlin. You know, we got a bunch of cutting boards. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest with you. We got a bunch. Well, but also, too, as your guest attending and people that care about you, is we're yes. going to buy you something. So we would rather like to know exactly what you need, even though, yeah, could you go out and buy it yourself? Yes. Sure. But who cares? The point is, we want to gift it to you. Well, and to me, it was, hey, we're supposed to buy you a gift, and if you don't give us any sort of indication yeah. of what to buy, we're, we're lost. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get a bunch of, you, well, stuff you don't want. So, like a <laughs> lot cutting of cutting boards. boards. <laughs> yeah, we have like nine cutting boards. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild that that's like just the go-to. It's like, okay, we don't know what to get. So Maybe let's just those get a are the people board. that your registry was already sold out by the time they shopped. Scuba Steve uh, sent us a card, and in the card he wrote down, hey, we got you this part of the couch. Because I'd put a couch up on our wedding registry and was like, hey— as a joke, we're walking out. Let me just beep the couch. And then people could put in like 20 bucks, 30 bucks and buy the couch. So Scuba Steve drew a couch on a card and then circled like a pillow on it and goes, we're responsible for that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice of him. Yeah. So I do have Paris Hilton's here. Here you go. Among the items, there's a $500 Hermes platter, a $985 Christoffel party tray, a $1,000 Cristal caviar server with a spoon, a $4,885 vase, and then it continues to go. And I know people are busting their chops about this, but all in on the wedding registry, it's about $60,000. They're worth so much money, and I believe the guy she's marrying is a billionaire. Like, I think this is just for the people to be able to buy them something more than it is that they need this. Right. Well, I mean, and again, that may be not stuff that you go out on a Saturday and want to shop for yourself, but you have wealthy, I'm sure they have a ton of wealthy friends that want to buy them something as a gift and they can afford that. There are some affordable options like a $185 cake dome. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's what you put a cake in. Like if you bake a cake, you can put it and it's got a platter with like a glass dome that goes over it so you can see through and see the pretty cake. I think it's funny they list that as an affordable option. Well, yeah, yeah it's I still mean, expensive for them dome. it is. And there's a $250 set of ice tongs. Mm, yeah. What is this made of? Gold. The tusk of an elephant? <laughs> huh. 
Uh, so, but I'm looking at it all here. I just think people are looking for reasons to bust on other people. Yeah. And I think all things considered, this isn't near as extravagant as I would have thought a Paris Hilton wedding registry would be. Like, would I ever spend 250 bucks on a pair of ice tongs or a <laughs> no. set of ice tongs? No chance. You're talking about a different class of money. Yeah. But for her, who cares? Who maybe, is it hurting? Maybe just for fun. She beeped it on the way out to see if someone would get it. Like the couch. <laughs> That's what I did. And, not, and, and here's yeah. what happened. Mm-hmm. I beeped it on the way out as a joke. Not as a joke because it was a really nice couch, but I thought there's no chance someone's going to buy us this $2,000 couch. And then our CEO just got it and sent it down. A full one. Well, luckily, Scuba Steve paid for a pillow. And though. then everybody else was beeping the other ones. Now we just have gift cards to go buy whatever <laughs> we want, which is awesome. <laughs> All right, here's a voicemail we got last night. Hi, studio. I have a morning corny for Amy. What do you call something religious that only shows up around Halloween? A boo duh. Love the show. Bye. A boo duh. <laughs> get it? Good one, yeah. A boo I get it. Yeah, there you go. The here's Amy's pile of stories. So Tim McGraw was talking about inspirations in his life, but when it comes to country music, George Strait is definitely a big one. Musically, George Strait. I mean, who doesn't love George Strait? And all that he represents, you just think he's one of those guys that's just so innately confident with himself and confident in who he is, which is always great to see and cool to see and something that's always inspiring. I watch McGraw's TikToks. He's got somebody good helping him because I think they set up a whole day of it and they shoot a whole bunch of content and then they just slowly layer it out there. Because I'm sure McGraw's not on his phone going, oh, that's a fun trend, let's do this. <laughs> but whomever is running Tim McGraw's TikTok account and getting him to do that stuff, they're doing a great job because he's killing it over there. Okay, so Bobby, you and Caitlin got married a few months ago. Imagine you're on your honeymoon and you think you're about to relax with your new wife and all of a sudden her entire family shows up to your honeymoon to surprise y'all. <laughs> surprise! I think she would be annoyed with that more than I would be. Oh, really? Hmm. Not because she doesn't love her family, because she was like, I want to go and just, like, chill out and do nothing for five or six days. But I'd be like, more people for activities. <laughs> well, I'm a big activity guy. She's a big relaxed person. Well, a groom was talking about how this happened to him and his new bride on their honeymoon. And he was livid and kept having to, like, yell at her family. And it was getting really awkward. But, yeah, they straight up showed up at the honeymoon on the beach at the restaurant, got a hotel rooms on their floor. <laughs> Oof. I mean, you just not a good situation. No yeah, like boundaries. Who in this family? Like, there's multiple people involved, and nobody thought, hey, this is probably a bad idea. Also reminds me of that story when COVID first hit about that couple. They were over on some crazy island on, like, a first or second date, and then they got trapped there for months. Oh, yeah. And so they just— And then the hotel resort they were staying at got shut down because of COVID, so they had to go live with, like, the people that were running oh, the hotel. Gosh. And so they're on, like, their first or second date, and all of a sudden, they're not together anymore. Oh, but for months, they were stuck That's in another country. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Well, I saw Darius Rucker tweeted that Wednesday should be spelled differently and that the it shouldn't be the N before the D. It should be the opposite. And so I was thinking, oh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Like, that's always a word for me where I have to, like, spell it out for you and I just didn't, or before I write it out. So I didn't know if you have any words that you always struggle with. Nope, pretty good with all the words. Really? <laughs> I can't spell, like, license ever. Like, I don't even know. Like, ask me right now. I can't even spell license for you. I guess restaurant. That mm, one's hard. Tricky. So I'll just avoid it and I'll write eating place. <laughs> <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
A cop down in Florida named Marcus Dawson gets the call. Yeah, we got a house fire over on Main Street. And he goes, uh, you know, I'm responding. And he shows up to the house and it's on fire. And the neighbor's like, hey, don't worry. No one's home. No one's home. But Marcus is like, man, I can't take their word for it. So he goes around to the back of the house and he hears a dog and he opens the, you know, screened in porch, lets the dog out. He's like, I got to go in the house and look. And in the back bedroom, he found a 10-year-old boy hiding under a blanket. Wow. Brought him out Aww. to safety. Why did they think no one was in there? Uh, the neighbor just said, hey, no one's home. No one's home because maybe they saw the family leave earlier. I don't know, but. Kevin! Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of. They forgot him behind and yeah. didn't know. But the cops saved him, huh? Yeah, Marcus Dawson got in there, got the kid and the dog out alive. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So this guy gets his house broken into. He's gone for a couple of weeks. He goes back home. Windows are busted out. And there's a note. Why was the house locked when there was no money? Someone busted in the house, couldn't find any money, and then left a note. What? (laughs) Why would someone do that? The burglar was so discouraged by the lack of cash (laughs) in the home that he had to leave a note to let him know just what, what he was feeling. Wow. I remember once when my house got broken into, I'm a little thankful to who broke into the house because, well, they did bust in the window, but they did drop the hammer as well like an idiot. You got to take the tools with you. Yeah, because fingerprints. We fingerprinted the crap out of that thing. Knew exactly who it was. Found them. And so, secondly, I went upstairs and I was like, oh, no, please don't have let my dog out or have hurt my dog because if they're going through rooms... They're going to open up a door. They're going to see my dog in there, and they could let him out. They could kick him. They could shoot him. Who knows? And they didn't. He was still in there just chilling. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that, Robert. Yeah. Like, he couldn't feel it, but I did the, the chest dab. I was like, <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, Robert. Appreciate that. Uh, thanks for looking out. Uh, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What does the fisherman say on Halloween? What does the fisherman say on Halloween? Trick or trout. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, today's the 26th. There are only three more Halloween jokes and we're done. Yes. And then we'll You got to be getting near the end of them though, right? No, and there's lots. There are. Mm-hmm. Are you saving the best for yeah, last? Yeah, knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> Boo. Okay. Boo-hoo. Why are you crying? Don't cry. Ah. I just was trying to scare you. I remember you. that one. I mean, yeah, there's plenty. The list goes on and on. But then after Halloween, we'll move into fall Thanksgiving type stuff. <laughs> Think, and then after think, Thanksgiving, it's all Christmas. Think yeah. pumpkins <laughs> yeah. and pies and scarecrows. Turkeys. Yeah. Do you know who Stevie Nicks is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Landslide. Landslide. Yeah. You know the name of the group? Yes. The, um, the, hold on. Don't say the, that might help you. Eddie? Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Yes, Fleetwood that's Mac. it. That's it. So Stevie Nicks said that her bedtime is 8. Love that. A.M. Well, oh, gosh. What? Whoa. I was about to say she's old, but yeah. She said her bedtime usually is around 8 a.m. That, to me, sounds perfect. To sleep during the day? Oh, I'm I'm a vampire. I would be. This show has me completely against my circadian rhythm or whatever they say about, you know, how you're supposed to be awake based on how your body feels with the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I would go to bed 4 to 5 a.m., for the most part. That's <laughs> up all night. It, when the sun comes up, when the sun comes <laughs> up, I get sleepy. That's how I feel. And so I would not have the schedule. As soon as I'm done here on the show, who knows when it is. 
I'm going right back to 5, 6 a.m. That's when I'm going to sleep. I'm sleeping all day. I'm waking up at like 4 p.m. And then I'm rolling through. No, oh, okay. Nobody bothers you at, at 2 in the morning. That's what I try to respect that about my daughter because she says that, that that's how she is. She's just a night person. And I do see her come alive at night. So it's difficult as a parent when that's when she wants to thrive. You know, there's like 8 p.m. that comes around and I'm like, man, I'm feeling so funny right now. I sure <laughs> wish I was doing a show right now. Like that to me is my morning. Like 8 p.m. Be rocking it. There's a, a picture of a girl who's on a flight, and she puts her hair over the seat. So you're sitting in a, in a seat in the airplane. And usually you'd put your hair in front so it doesn't go over to the person behind you. Right. But she, she hangs her hair over the entire back of the seat. What do, you, what do you think about that? She can't do that. It's completely disrespectful, but can you do that? No, you can't. That's like, no, because your hair is hanging over if they want to put their tray down, if they got a drink. I don't know how long her hair is. Oh, does yeah. her hair get in your food and your drink and in your space? That's your space. What kind of person does this, though? What kind of person thinks that where they are in their life is so much more important than where you are in your life? Right. Like, that's some entitlement if mm-hmm. I've ever seen it. Someone that just doesn't give a crap about anything. So how to get handled? A plane passenger has sparked outrage Online, after a photo emerged of her long hair draped over the back of her seat, the picture showing the hair draped down onto another passenger's tray table was put. It's disgusting. I can't. It's disgusting. Twitter user Anthony captioned the picture with the words, Would this uh, uh, irritate you? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. (laughs) It pee you off. I got you. Yeah. It was unclear what airline the woman was on. It looks like a Southwest flight. Being someone who has flown a few hundred thousand Southwest flights, it looks like a Southwest flight. Uh, but the tweet has gone viral, and it's just someone who gives no crap about anything other than herself. Unless it was set up. And it's like, yeah, hey, I know. I was just thinking picture. that. And now TikTok has me thinking everything is set up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to believe it for what I see here and say this is just a bad person. You don't do that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Did you see the TikTok about who gets the middle the middle armrest? Oh, yeah. So what was it? They so were there are three a- seats, yeah. right? And there's outside, and there's window, and there's the, the two armrests that come up over the middle. And the flight attendant said those two armrests belong to the person in the middle because it sucks where they're sitting. And mm-hmm. That's right. That's at least what they can have. I mean, honestly, it, in, when I'm sitting there, it just belongs to whoever gets there first. Even if I feel like it's mine, if somebody else has their elbow there, I just squeeze in and, and let them have it. I sit on the window. I don't ever take the armrest unless it's with Caitlin or something. And then I lift it all the way up and we cuddle. Aww. But other than that, I don't take it because the person in the middle, you're having to fly Yoda. So you just... Take the armrest. It's the yeah, le- but the least we could do. Have you ever had a stranger lift up the armrest? Like you and Caitlin what? know each other, but have you ever had it lifted up and you don't know the person next to you? That would be weird. Mm-hmm. That'd be real weird. I have had a stranger fall asleep on my shoulder before. <laughs> yeah, like they're asleep sitting up and they just kind of fall over and they put their head on my shoulder. Did you mm-hmm. let them just sleep there? I did. Good. Yeah, and, that's- but, and I just ke- and then I just kept waiting for them to get up to go pee. It was it wasn't a whole hour. It was like eight minutes or something. But I felt pretty good about myself. I was like, here I am, taking one for the team. This is pretty good. So thoughtful. Amy's daughter's 14. She is starting to practice driving. So I thought, let's see if we could pass some of these easy driver's test questions. Okay. Amy, you're up first. What foot should you use for braking? The same foot you use for the accelerator. And which one would that be? Well, if you have a right foot, it should be your right foot. A lot of people that don't. They, well, they may not. <laughs> yes, the answer is right foot. <laughs> okay. Eddie. Yeah. If you hear or see an emergency vehicle with its lights on while driving, what are you required to do? Oh, I love doing this. Pull over and let them pass. Correct. Good. Yeah, I love that. 
was driving yesterday and, and I hear, and it's one of those things where you can't find it. You're like, which way is it coming? Where is it going? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and Caitlin's looking all around too. We're trying to find it. And then she's like, okay, it's, it's on the interstate, but it's going the other direction. Because everyone's just confused. People are pulling all directions, left, right. And if you're on like the far left lane, you can't get over to the right. So then people are pulling to the left. I also like watching those videos because they'll put like a GoPro in a fire truck and you're watching the guy drive and, and the guy's cutting through all the traffic. Wild to Ooh, see. Oh, I've Pretty never cool. seen those. Yeah, it would also be fun to be a part of that. Yeah. It just feels like so dangerous though. Mm-hmm. That's a big fire truck having to make a lot yeah. of quick turns. Uh, lunchbox. When driving in fog, what lights should you use? Uh, your headlights. But well, which ones? Yeah, which ones? <laughs> the ones in the front. Uh, <laughs> On the head. Uh, they have a name. They have a na- the headlights have a name? Yes. Yeah. They're, yeah. For fog. When, when driving in fog, which lights should you use? I, I mean, I, I don't know any other term besides headlights for people. <laughs> like, I... I, I yeah. Amy? High beams? Mm-mm. No, no high beams. low beams. Low beams. Yeah, low Why? beams. Why? Why would you use low? Oh, okay. I see what you say. Uh, what, yeah. When you're, Wait, when you're when, in high, it gets real, like, bright. Oh, so in fog, you use low? I'll learn something new every day. We've just pulled Lunchbox's license. He's no longer able to drive. <laughs> it's not valid anyway. Come on. Amy, what direction should you turn your wheels when you park uphill? What? Why would you? Okay. Why, why would I? Okay, so I guess if you're parking up a hill, the reason why you would turn is so they don't slide backwards just in case. So Slide, you mean roll? Whatever. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say, if because you're parked up against the curb on the right, you do them to the right so that way your wheels aren't in the road. So you like... To the right, to the right. Point your wheels well, to the right of the road. Away from the curb. Oh, I went towards the curb. Okay. Never done that before. I don't even put on the parking brake. And let your vehicle roll back slowly until the rear part of the front wheels resist against the curb, using Ooh. it as a block. Okay. That makes ne- sense? Yep. Never done that before. All right. Before. Your license has been pulled. Thank you. Eddie, so, how many feet do you signal before turning? How many feet? Not literal feet, right? Like like how many like feet, feet? Well, how many feet? You mean like the measurement? The measurement of feet. Okay. What are you talking about? Yes. Like my actual two feet? How many feet... <laughs> Do you signal before turning? Well, these have gotten hard. Uh-huh, well, yeah, this is second level. You should know this stuff. I don't know this I don't one. either, though. You don't? Well, I did take a CDL, so I know some of this stuff from having to basically take mm-hmm. a new driver's test. Let me see. But I wouldn't have. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, let me guess that you have to, I don't know, uh, 100. Yeah, correct. Really? Yeah. That's it? Mm-hmm. 100. Okay. How many signal before turning? Well, no, I'm not saying that's it, but I'm like, that's actually correct. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh. Lunchbox, when you see a flashing yellow light at an intersection, what should you do? Oh, you roll through it. <laughs> okay. I mean, you don't, I mean, You're, the yellow means you don't have to stop. You can just keep going. He's tanking, right? You, no, slow, slow you, down and proceed with caution. Like, you, like yeah, you, but you, put, you, you put your foot on the brake and you oh. slow down and you look around. Well, yeah, you don't have to stop at that one. The people on the other side got to stop. You get to roll through. <laughs> Amy, if a child is about to run onto the street, what should you do first? Stop. Tackle him. St- <laughs> the first thing you do is stop and get out and go save the child. And spank the kid? No. <laughs> but you grab them to protect them. You stop. Stop. You get out. You stop your car. You get out. You stop traffic. Oh, no. And then you get the child. The answer is honk your horn. Oh, that's oh, it? Yeah, that's if if a child's about to run onto the street, you do something. Yes. <laughs> 
Thank Amy, you. Amy's like, first of all, you open the back door. You say, hey, kid, I got candy. Get in. You take him to CPS. No. Eddie, a broken yellow line between two lanes of traffic means what? That means that you're allowed to pass the Cor- car in front correct, of you. Correct. Lunchbox, to avoid hydroplaning while driving in rainy conditions, what should you do? Slow down. That's correct. You got one right. All right. Oh, all right. Eddie, I think you're the best driver in the group, Thank according you, to the written test. Yeah. I guess I'll be giving everyone a ride because <laughs> no one else can drive. Carpool with Eddie. <laughs> what? Well, to be fair, stopping and saving the child. Is there was just no saving. It may not even, the kid may not even run on the road. Yeah. And also, honking, you do a lot quicker than stopping. Yeah. You could stop as well, but you should honk first. I didn't think of that, though. You honk your horn a lot? No. That's no. not a honker. I never do. No, she gets um, honked the- at. Yeah. I'll, I'll beep, beep it if someone's not paying attention to the green light. Beep, beep. I hate even doing that. No, there's an angry horn, and there is a, hey, just looking out for you because I've been in the same situation horn. Yeah. Now, if you do this, huh, that makes me mad. Yeah. I also don't do that unless someone's, like, cutting me off. That's the angry horn. Like, they're really about to hit you. So yes. you're like, hey, stop. Well, or, yeah. or they pull out in front of me, and they almost, they almost do hit me. Yeah. Or there's the beep beep. If the light turns green, I notice they're looking down at their phone or something, or they're talking to their kid. I'll be like, oh, okay, I've been in this situation. Beep beep. And, and then sometimes you get the wave back, like, thank you. Yeah. We need two buttons on our steering wheel. You need a horn on the left and a horn on the right. And the horn on the left is an angry red face emoji. <laughs> and that one goes, and the horn on your right goes, beep 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 beep. Right. And that's a smiley face. Yeah. And you hit that one to let them know, hey, I'm just looking out for you, buddy. Yeah, they should idea. start putting that in new cars. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A pair of brothers from New Jersey walked 3,200 miles across the country to raise money for restaurant workers affected by the pandemic. They started in New Jersey off the Atlantic coast May 1st. Their goal was to raise $30,000. After 162 days through four time zones, 11 states, they arrived in San Francisco a few days ago, made 70 grand. I just wonder what that does to your feet. Because, you, Eddie, you did it for how long? <laughs> I did 100 miles, like, yeah. for three days. <laughs> and you're still complaining about your toes. Yeah, they still hurt. But they went 162 days. Crazy. I mean, physically, aside from them doing it to raise money, which is what the story's yeah. about, physically, that is crazy. And I bet they feel this for ages. I wonder how long they walked every day. Because I did like 25 miles a day. That was a lot. But I wonder if they did theirs like five, some days 10. 162 days. <laughs> so we could do the math real quick. It will well, not be real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, are you still hurting from your walk? I mean, my toes hurt. Other than that, I'm pretty good. Like, I think when I wake up, I feel pain in my toes. I've never felt that in my life. So I, I guess that's just something I'm going to have for the rest of my life because of my walk. Would you do it again? Yeah. How much money did we raise for that? 300000 or something. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll it, do it again. Keep this story from these guys because they went all the way across the country for seventy grand. Amazing. Eddie did like 20, 20 minutes from through his neighborhood. For and it was two guys. So what do you say, Bones? You and me? Ah. Okay. Bobby can't leave and go walk for that long. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's what's up. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you for being here with us. And if you would like to call, we welcome it. 877-77-BOBBY. Time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Well, 
This is an update on that story about the extreme couponers that were sent to prison for $31 million in fraud. This is a wild story. And talking to you, a former extreme couponer, Amy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll relate. I know. I Anytime I see the headline for these people, I'm like, oh my gosh, it could have been me if I'd stuck with it. Amy used to go to the dump. Well, that's where other coupon extremists told me I could get the best or more coupons because people would throw out their papers and I could dig in and get more coupons for my book. We used to go to the dump when I was a kid to look for like jackets like to wear for winter. Oh, man. People would throw out stuff. And so we didn't have any money. So we, I remember going to the dump and walking around and, and not feeling like, wow, I can't believe we're at the dump. It was so cool. I was a kid. Yeah. And there was just stuff everywhere, <laughs> like furniture, coats. We'd always find a coat or two. Usually it was go to the dump, then go to yard sales. And then if we couldn't find enough stuff, my mom had a JCPenney's credit card. And so we, whatever we absolutely couldn't get, we'd put on the JCPenney credit card. And so that's that the hierarchy of mm. how we... Anyway, got things. I always thought the dump was cool. Yeah. Uh, so the FBI is revealing new details about a $31 million counterfeit coupon scheme that landed this couple in Virginia Beach in prison for nearly 20 years combined. Dang. In a press release last week, the agency said the investigators found fake coupons in every every crevice of the house belonging to Lorianne Talons and her husband Pacifico Talons. The falsified savings were worth more than $1 million. Again, they're making fake coupons. They also found designs for coupons for more than 13,000 products on her computer. Crazy. So they're, and this is what I'd like to say about some criminals, because I've watched some of these jail shows, and they're like, well, yeah, I made a whole uh, satellite TV system that gets all the HBO channels with some baloney and some cellophane. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if you can do this in prison, yeah. use some of this skill set in real life, <laughs> and you wouldn't be in prison. Like, you're, at, you're a pretty smart person. Think of what they could be doing with computer graphics. They couldn't be doing $31.8 million. But that's going to get him put in jail. But she trained herself in the different techniques she needed to manipulate barcodes to make these coupons work. Wow. Amazing. I mean, yeah, it is kind of amazing. It is like it. It's it's wild. They could also use her, like you said, she could use her skills. Like clearly, she's talented and smart. But also, counter uh, barcode people could use her to help protect barcodes. What? <laughs> Like when they hire, like some, they, they hire a hacker to yeah. show them how not to be hacked. Yeah. yeah. I never heard of a barcode hacker, though. Well, well you hadn't met her yet. Yeah. Well, she definitely could have done that. Look at her. She's been swindling people for years. She's considered the mastermind of the scheme. She would create fake coupons with discounts near or even over an item's retail value. She was sentenced to 12 years in prison for a counterfeit coupon fraud screen, uh, fraud scheme that amounted to $32 bucks. Her husband was sentenced to seven years of prison because he was aware and profited. Mm. Yeah. Just think about the millions of dollars. Even thousands of dollars is crazy. You know, it will get you put in jail. But millions of dollars. And they were living high on the hog. Yeah. And she figured out how to beat the system in the same way that she could have helped the system and helped herself legally in, in the right way. Just a bizarre, awesome, like, she's very smart, and now that's all going to waste. Yeah. Well, for some people, too, I guess maybe it's the thrill. If she were to read... The thrill is having all that money. That's <laughs> well, a yeah, thrill. Yeah, is the money, but then the thrill of, like, figuring it out and maybe getting some hit of, I don't know, something released in her system every time she would get away with it. She gets a dopamine hit every time. Yeah. She's like, ooh, there's another million. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a crazy story. In the study that I'm reading here, women doctors do a better job than men doctors. Uh, women doctors were more caring and compassionate when looking after a patient. Researchers also found that patients of female doctors have lower death rates. 
And those same patients need less hospital visits when cared for by a female doctor. Why do you think that is, female? I just feel like we're more nurturing and caring and pay attention to detail. And smarter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that we could all be equally as smart, but I think that we do tend to people's needs more carefully than men. Do you think it's... Anything maternal? Yeah. Well, I think we a lot of women, not everybody, depending on maybe how you were brought up or just how you're built, but most women, I would put them in the category of very nurturing. A woman has 21 babies and 16 live-in nannies. What? She is 24 years old. What? How, she what? has her hands full with 21 babies of her own and two from her and her millionaire husband's previous relationship. Care for the children. She spends $96,000 a year on 16 live-in nannies that work around the clock. She and her husband have paid $195,000 to surrogates between March of last year and July of this year to build their massive family. Oh, okay. I get it now. You do? Yeah. Well, first I was like, how in the world does she have that many babies? She's 20-something. But if you have a bunch of other people pregnant for you, then voila. Oh, okay. Hey, voila. Voila. <laughs> but what's like, she doing now? Like, what's... Just- she says she's very hands-on, <laughs> even though they have 16 nannies. Right. I do think with 16 nannies and that many babies, you could still be considered hands-on. Stop <laughs> like, it. To take yeah. care of the children, again, she spends almost $100,000 a year on 16 live-in nannies that work around the clock. It's like a warehouse right? Yeah, yeah, I'm like... Factory. Are they getting fair wages? The <laughs> 21 babies range in age from 19 months to 3 months old. But they're not the only kids in the house. The couple also lives with Christina's six-year-old daughter from a previous relationship and one of his nine other children. Wow. I mean, think about this guy. If he's got nine other kids and then he has... I mean, know, that's taking that The whole... other 21. I mean, that's 30 kids. I mean, what's the goal here? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Just, I don't know. Nick Cannon? Like, they want to just make babies? Build their legacy. <laughs> Nick Cannon, he has a lot of babies? Yes. Yeah, oh, and all at once. And he's like very oh. vocal about how it's like, it's fine. That's he's celibate what he now to the do. end of the year, though. He said. Oh, he is? Good for him. <laughs> Taking a break. He had... How do we know this about people? Like, why, <laughs> is, why does he feel the need to tell us he's celibate? <laughs> because people kept asking him, why are you having so many babies so, with so many people? Uh-huh. And then he's like, you know, my therapist, if I'm uh, semi-quoting him right, uh, paraphrasing, my th- he said, my therapist said I need to be celibate till the end of the year. Okay. Oh. So he said, so I'm going to try. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I get therapists uh, assign homework. I get it. Uh, I watched Dancing with the Stars last night, so I'm going to give you a spoiler in five seconds, in four seconds, in three seconds, two, one. There you go. Uh, last night, by the way, Jimmy moved on. Yay. Yes. So I watched him dance, texted him right after, and I was like, hey, great job, and you are not going home. Because the thing is, everybody's looking at their phone, even during the show. While I was on the show, I'd finish a dance and go to my phone immediately just to see what you know people were saying online, friends were texting me. Sharna would always take me and maybe watch the tape right after we finished, too, which was rough most of the time. Game tape. Game tape. She'd sit on the stairs during the show was going and be like, look at this. Nope. Yep. Nope. Mostly nopes. An occasional <laughs> yep. Um, and someone had texted me last night and said, hey, what are they talking about? Or what's the the dancer saying to the celebrity? Because sometimes you'll see them go like... They're, like, moving their mouth. As walking. they're dancing? Yeah. No, they're telling them exactly what to do. Mm. We would be dancing and trying to be like, okay, remember your left foot here. And so we're in a whole different world, and I was not good. But she would be like, all right, left foot, left foot, right foot. Okay, don't forget. Because I needed that. So if you see people talking during the dance, sometimes 
There were times where I kind of knew a dance, and she would be like, oh, yeah, we got this money in the bank. We got 30 seconds left. So you're just nor- having a normal conversation, but cameras are on you, and people wonder, like, what are they saying? Crazy. It just depends how good the dancer is. Most of the time for me, it was, hey, left foot, right foot, don't forget to bend. <laughs> Occasionally, it would be like, hey, we got this. All right, left foot. Now, hey, what do you want to eat after this? That would oh, happen sometimes, too. Okay, that wouldn't throw you. It just I'd depends how, like, dialed in I was to okay. the dance. But last night, here we go. Kenya Moore of Real Housewives of Atlanta and Brandon Armstrong were sent home. So that's your Dancing with the Stars update. Uh, Jimmy still left. That Amanda Klutz, who I knew from from co-hosting the talk, she's mm-hmm. the her husband died of yes. COVID. Mm-hmm. She's really good, mm-hmm. but she was a dancer beforehand. And yeah. when I did that show, she pulled me aside and was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing Dancing with the Stars. Should I? And I was like, yeah, of course. You're already a great dancer, and it'll be good for your profile. And then... I never heard from her again, but I didn't know how good she was. I mean, they crushed it last night. And what's weird is she's pretty, but they, and this happens to a few different uh, girls on the show. It was Halloween night, so they, oh, it was hard to look. <laughs> what they do? She, she was, uh, I think, maybe not Saw, but who's the person that has like the big jaw, white face? The Scream? No. Mask? I don't know enough about scary movies. Mike, can you see who she is? But, like, even The Miz, who's a good-looking guy, they had him painted with his whole head white with those needles coming out of his oh, head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is either. I remember you looked weird, too. What I don't, were I don't you for Halloween? I don't know what Halloween? you were, though. Were you, like, a Frankenstein or uh, something? I don't know what I was. A mermaid? It was from Saw? Jigsaw. Jigsaw? Okay. Holy, it was hard to look at. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's the that's what it's supposed to be. They do such a good job on that show with the hair and the makeup. And All right, that's what's up. That's your Dancing with the Stars recap as well. It's fun watching it. I don't watch it that often. So is Jimmy at the point where he's making good money now? Like, has he made that point yet? Um, No, he's making okay money. The first episode, so when you start, you just get paid your initial, like, $100,000. Like, just to do the show, that's what you get, like $100,000. You don't get paid anything for the first episode because they've already paid you. And I don't think anything for the second. Then you make $10,000 an episode for, like, the next three or four episodes. Mm. Then when you get closer, you make 25 an episode. That's awesome. And then the last two, you make 50 an episode. That's cool. And then if you win? No, there's no prize for win. Just the mirror ball. Yeah, your prize is the la- to make it to the last two episodes, it's $50,000 an episode. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So that's why really people want to hang on. Me, I just wanted to win. It could have been a nickel. It could have been <laughs> me paying a nickel. I just wanted to win. Um, Which is awesome for the your the professional dancers, too. If the They don't make that. They don't? No, they make what? way less. What? Mm-hmm. Because they're working, they're choreographing and teaching you and working so hard. It ain't that hard to get them on the show, though. Oh, wow. I they, guess, they, yeah, there's always professional dance people. Mm-hmm. So, and some make more than others, but they don't, they don't make that, that money. Dang. But they do make no money once they get kicked off. Oh. And then they're done working? Like, that's it, right? Then they're done till the finale yeah. unless they're doing, like, some group dances. Huh. So, uh, all right, that's your news. Close it up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. In the next segment, someone on the show will take the world's hottest shot. It says, consume at your own risk. This product is extremely hot and has the potential to cause skin and mouth irritation. The world's hottest shot is intended for adults only. Must be kept out of reach children and pets. Do not consume if you have heart, respiratory, or digestive conditions or any other serious illness. What? What if this is what uncovers our serious illness? Yeah, it happens sometimes, huh? Yeah. It is overproof rum infused with Carolina Reapers. Come on. Sounds horrible. We have the wheel. We will spin it. 
Just smell it. See what it smells like. Uh, Bones, is it the entire bottle we have yeah. to drink? No. That's, that's a lot more than a shot. Crazy. Oh, my God. What does it smell what like? Is- oh. It doesn't smell bad, but it, like, burns your nose. Uh-oh. Ooh. Shot glass. I've never felt so good going into a segment. Because you're not doing it. That's right, baby. Oh, man. Usually if there's a wheel, two people lose. Lunchbox or me. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. that's it. Nobody else loses. Ugh. We will spin the wheel next. Be right back. We ordered this world's hottest shot months ago. Maybe weeks ago. But it's been a long time. It took forever to get here. And this is... That same company that makes the world's hottest everything, chips, this time it's a shot. And it does say, basically, if you have medical conditions, don't take it. Basically, it's like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same sign you see on a roller coaster. Pregnant, heart issues, other serious illnesses, don't take the shot. But everybody here is pretty good, huh? I think yeah. we're good. Everybody, yeah, everybody, so sure. Everybody, everybody pretty healthy? Yeah. I think so. So, oh, boy. I smelled it, and it burns your nose when you smell it. Uh. Ooh, I'm doing it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I'm gonna spin this wheel. Do we want to do? Oh man, I don't, I don't know what we want to do. You want to land on one and they do it, or yeah. you want to uh, take one off the wheel? Ugh. Take them off. Take okay. them off. What? I'll spin Why do you want to do that? Just get it over with. Because if it lands on my name, I want to be off the wheel. Either way, you always lose. Take one, it to so. a vote. Five people in the room. Who wants to spin it once and they lose? Raise your hand. I. Just Amy. Oh, who and wants Morgan. to? I'll rock that too. You're not in the room. Oh. <laughs> Got him. I need an odd Got number. Him. I need an odd Got number. Him. Ray, you're on the wheel, but you're not. I need an odd number. And you three, do you want to keep the name? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Pull one off. Pull, pull one off. off. Pull one off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scuba Steve, what do you think? Uh, I like the suspense of pulling it off. Oh, one by okay. One. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ray, okay. I take your vote, but then I take Scuba's too. <laughs> All right. Make sure Scuba agrees Let's with us. Let's spin that wheel. Come on! Raymundo is off the wheel. Oh. Yes! Yeah. We should have taken the shot. All right. Yeah, all he right. would have been the one doing it. Yeah, I know. That was a bad decision. Way to go, guys. Okay. That, that was a bad decision. Well, in hindsight, guys, come on. Well, yeah, hindsight's and always I right. Spin, I might have spun it harder if it was one spin. No dramatic. Oh. Okay, here we go. Well, I didn't know that was the rule. Here we go. Next up. <sighs> lands on your name, I pull you off the wheel. Come on. Let's spin that wheel! Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Who's not getting drunk? Who's not getting drunk? Mike D is oh now off the wheel. Wow. Okay. This is getting Come ugly. On. That was right next to my name, guys. Uh huh. You were right close. next to me. Good that's job. Right I'm just going to be chill about this. Hey, what? by the way, you can watch this on our uh, Facebook page right now live. I mean, wherever you are, get on our Facebook page. This, this is all up on stream. You, we're doing this live with you guys. You can this, see it. This shot could potentially derail someone's entire day. Yeah, potentially. Don't be dramatic. Or their entire could, life though. is if you have a health condition you don't know about. How is that dramatic? All right, on the board. Lunchbox, Morgan, Amy, Eddie. Taking a and shot scuba. at in scuba. breakfast. You're good after two hours. Here we go. Let's spin, spin that wheel. wheel. Yeah. Here we go. It's me. Oh, oh, it's, it's me. me. No, uh, no, nothing. Oh. Spin that wheel. Oh, if it lands on a blank, if it lands on a blank one, we just keep going. Oh, come on! Here we go. Spin that wheel. 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 And it is. Move oh. on up three. Can we do blanks or lunchbox? Can we do that? No. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Yeah. I like that. Wait. 
Oh, what? no, to take the shot. No, wait, 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 Oh, God. Okay, so left on the wheel. Issue, so that'd be great. Thank you. We have <laughs> so stupid. Lunchbox, so stupid. Morgan, Amy, Eddie. Oh, I Guys. Took, I took Lunchbox off. I, I oh, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so dumb. Like, why? All right, Scuba Steve, you're off the wheel. Gosh. I feel like this wheel has been in my life so long, it should have better, like, juju with me. Let's spin that wheel! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yes, yes, yes! Mm. No, nope, not gonna get there. Empty. All the empty spots keep mm -hmm. getting landed. Bones, on. give it a good one, man. There we oh, go. Let's there we go. Let's go. I already feel no. lost. No. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is a problem with doing it over and over again. That's no, no, okay because everybody's in their car, nervous for me. Oh, it's me. Get <laughs> oh, no, to me. Come no, on. No. It's blank again. It keeps landing on the blank space that we clear. Okay. Okay. New rule. Do you want to do who it lands on now? No! Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yes Why? or no? I'm no. down for that. No. Well, okay, but if it lands on blank one more time, we switch it. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, come on. Please. 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 Me. 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 All about me. It's all about me. That's me. No! Oh. It's right next to me. That is three times it's been right next to me. Because Scuba was on one side of me, Mike D was on one side okay, of me, and that's so pink. now here we go. Oh my god. We're now changing it. If it lands on you, you're taking the shot. Yes. Okay. Why? It's Lunchbox. It's me. Guaranteed it's me. We all know this. We all know it's me. She likes shots. You're oh, I love shots, but... Okay. Weren't you the one going, hey, we can drink at work? No, that was yeah. me. That was me. Yeah. I think it was him too a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, it was me too. You guys want to smell it? Well, I, I do. Know. I do want I to have, smell it. Come I take it. I can't smell it. I have no desire. You have no smell more. Yeah, I have but no your smell. COVID may make this Let's shot awesome. But I can or, still taste. Oh or this shot might bring all your sense oh, of smell and taste back. You smell, you smell that? Hey, does it smell good? We have the world's hottest shit here. Flamin' Dr. Pepper or what? Oh, boy. Oh, Flamin' Dr. Peppers were good, yeah, dude. We had a that. great time at my cousin's wedding in Oklahoma <laughs> with Flamin' Dr. Peppers. <laughs> Amy, what do you think about that? I will for sure vomit. Yeah, I think I'm okay. If I have to do that, it's like. Just sorry. The problem is we've been landing on all the blank spots. Here we go. If it lands on your name, you are now taking the Here shot. Here we go! Oh, okay, please land on Eddie. Why? Because you're being the most annoying about it. Oh, <laughs> Eddie, okay. you are the most annoying person there is. <laughs> Let's spin <laughs> that wheel! Come on! I can't Anybody even but me! Anybody but me! Amy. Oh, Amy, it's slowing well, down. I Amy, it's slowing down. It's going to land on... <gasps> I don't know why I can't get it to land on someone's <laughs> name. Hey, you ready to do this? Yeah, a okay. spin. I'm going to give this a heck of a spin. Do Come it. on, buddy. Make it spin of your life like you're on the Wheel of Fortune. Let's spin, spin that wheel. wheel. Come on. Oh, my God. Let's, box, let's, let's box. go. No, Eddie, you be quiet. Eddie, come on. Oh, not me. Oh, this is not me. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't. Oh, oh. Oh, my oh, just oh, off Lunchbox. I mean, it is dancing around Lunchbox's name. <laughs> I mean, it Why? is. It's like slow dance in a burning room. Okay, oh, my okay, goodness. Okay, All right. Oh. What? Oh, is that the name of the... Here we go. Uh, I'm going to give it a medium spin Medium spin. All right. Let's I, spin that wheel. Oh, that's not medium. That is soft. That is super soft. Here it is. Here it is. Lunchbox. Amy! Oh, oh no! That's Amy. Amy. It's on a. That's it's Amy. on. Now, hold on. I can't even look. It's on a broken spot. Oh that's, no! Between oh, that Amy is. and that's Eddie. Eddie. So let's do half and half. <laughs> it's no. Amy and Eddie. Oh. A broken no. spoke. What? It's 
Oh, well, stop it. It's because it, it, the gravity of it. Yeah, it's the gravity. So Because I, I can put it on Amy, and it still rolls over to Eddie. Now we have the... the I mean, what are we the odds? It's Amy or Eddie coin flip time. Yeah, okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. No. I'll even let Amy call no. it. No. Oh, that means all the pressure's on you, Amy. Amy, you call it. Two out of three. Oh. Okay, Amy, call it in the air. Heads. Call it oh, in the air, Amy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you get, if you're just gonna call heads, it's okay. Heads. Okay. I'll huh? call it. Do you want to stand on yes. the floor? Somebody that's not Amy or Lunchbox. Hi. Morgan, you wanna walk over there? Yeah, I'll walk. <laughs> you don't trust Lunchbox. <laughs> Amy, ready? You, you have heads, Amy? Yeah, heads. Here you go. Amy, heads. 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 One point for Amy. We're doing two out of three. Okay, wait. So, so if Amy gets it, she wins. You lose. I get to choose. Oh, I lose. All right, Amy, heads or tails? Stay with heads, Amy. <laughs> tails. Tails. <laughs> There's the flip. There's the roll. It's heads. Touch it. Heads! Yeah! Yeah! Okay, so we are one to Last one. one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Look, that's two in a row. Now what are you going to do? Now you're in no Amy, don't land. think too hard about it. Just the pick coin one. Flip. Amy, whatever you say here will... Dictate who gets to take this hot shot, the hottest shot ever made. Heads. She going heads again. <laughs> if it's heads, Amy wins. I'm sweating. And Eddie takes the shot. Okay. Come on, Tails. Tails never fails. Good flip. I thought you always liked heads. Tails never fails. Come on. Amy, what did you call? I Stop called, it. I called heads. Well, sorry to say, it's Tails! Yeah! Yeah! Amy takes the shot! Amy takes the shot! Yeah! Come on, room, let's go! Oh okay, hold on. Hey, hey, you want it? What do you mean, do I want it? You no. gotta take Bobby, it. Bobby, 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 flip it over, you you're on a double. Wait, you're on the you're double. You're on a double. <laughs> yeah, you're yes. on a double. <laughs> Bones, chill, dude. He doesn't. Yeah. It's a Tuesday okay, morning. Okay. I'm pouring it into the okay, shot. Okay, okay, okay. Amy, you wanna pay me to take it? Here you go. Amy, take the shot. Oh my goodness. Amy, bring it to your table. Yeah, walk over to your microphone. Oh, yeah. She's smelling it. No, you can. Oh, there's peppers literally in the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. It's a shot in the pepper. Okay. Okay, should I get the trash can? Oh, No, not that on. negative attitude. Come on. This hey, we're, we'll act like you're 21 years old. Yeah, yeah we're at the Happy birthday, birthey! Hey, do we need club Happy music? Happy birthday! Where are when, you, College Station, Texas? Yes. College Station rules! I was doing like... The 12th man! Johnny Man! Johnny Manziel! Let's go! Right. There she goes. Three, two, one, go! She took the shot. There we go. She swallowed it. Oh, she's gonna puke. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Go uh -oh. to the trash can. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh -oh. oh, no. Give her some water. Puke Wait, in your jacket. Puke in your she's, jacket. Oh, she's, she's puking. Up. Here, my mic over there. Oh, she's puking. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Hey, don't hit my mic. <gasps> oh. oh. Give her some water or something. <laughs> Lunchbox, go. help her. <laughs> Lunchbox, help her. No. Give her some water. No. Give her some water. No. Give her some water. Come I, I on. Water. I don't have anything. We gotta have water ready for water. this. Here, my, here's Mike needs water. Here. Milk. She's shaking, dude. She is shaking. Oh. Oh, it's burning my mouth. It's burning my throat. It's, it's burning my nose for being over <laughs> it's here. It's burning my throat. <laughs> All right, she's bent over. She's oh, got. Man. She's holding her own hair back. I think it's getting better. <laughs> I'm starting to choke. It's like pepper spray, you know, in the room. Yeah. It's getting me. What is she drinking? Is that a smoothie? Yeah. 
Is that your smoothie lunchbox? No, it's hers. It's on her desk. I didn't have anything to drink, but I can. <laughs> I'm kidding you. Yeah, Ooh. it feels like when someone pepper sprays the room. Yeah. All right, Ray. Okay, Ray's telling me we're out of time. We'll come back. Oh All right. boy. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> my on. Oh, we have an update on the bit. I got it in my eyes. I can't see. <laughs> oh I don't know where Amy is. I can't even open my eyes in the studio right now because I got it in my eyes. This is like a hospital situation. Oh, I can't see. We took the world's hottest shot. Am I on the air? You're on. We took the world's hottest shot. Amy took it, almost vomited. She's in the other room burning. I got it in my eyes. I can't open my eyes. <laughs> so what happened to you? You touched your eyes? Well, I got it in my, on my hand when I was pouring the shot, and then I touched my eyes. Oh my gosh. And they both, it's like flames in my face right now. Oh, I can't see straight. Can't even open my eyes. Is anyone? Uh, I talked to Amy. She said her nose is on fire. Yeah, 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 and yeah. She's. We got all our senses covered. Seeing, yeah. smelling, tasting. Uh, she is on all fours in your in the other room, oh, just it, it, making it's, not good noises. Wet paper towel. Yeah. It's a sad. You should probably here, pour milk in your eye. I don't think we have milk. We have milk. I got. We got some for Amy. Oh my, I'm not putting milk in my eye. No, no, I'm just telling you, that's what, like, when people eat hot things, they think, oh, give me water, and it's the opposite. Water makes it worse. Oh. You're supposed to drink milk. It's like there are two campfires that have been put Yeah, that's why eyes. you need milk. I, I think you should really dab a but paper towel. milk in your eyes, though? Like, milk, I've heard of drinking it. I think milk in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I am not a doctor, but I am right, I am right. an experienced eater of hotter th hot things, and you put milk on it, and no, it cools everything. In the mouth. Okay, listen. Yeah, let's just or get milk. bread, because, you know, you go to a hot chicken place, they give you bread, so it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me some bread for my eyes. Okay, we'll get you bread bones. Because I can't. It'll soak it up. Do you may have a croissant? <laughs> for those that are just turning the radio on, we have a slight issue where we did this bit where it was the world's hottest shot, and Amy lost, so she took the shot, then she started basically vomiting. And then I had poured it some of my hand when I was pouring the shot, and then I rubbed my eyes, and it's in both of my eyes. I can't open my eyes right. It's hurt. It hurts so bad. If you guys knew the... The, the pain tolerance that I'm I should get an award for this I know they don't give us they ban us from awards now but I should get an award for this for for fighting through this show with burnt eyes so Bones if you try to open your eyes what happens oh my god I tried just now oh do you want some of that milk I'll take anything okay I'll take anything I'll get the milk lunch I'll give us some milk I'll tell Amy she can't have any more oh no don't take it from Amy oh <laughs> <laughs> oh god she's check in with her oh my god we're sending someone to this convenience store to get some milk, more milk. Whose idea was this bit? I think it was yours, Bones. It was not. I, I don't know anything about Hot Shots. <sighs> oh, Hot Shots. That's a good movie. <laughs> Man, that was scary for... How well, many times? How many minutes after the hour are we right now? 42. Okay. Should I we just play a song? Yeah. I mean, Amy's on the ground in the other oh room. You can't open your eyes. We're in trouble, man. Now that smell, uh, it's stand, still over I'm, here. I can't even stand up straight. Oh. It's almost like someone threw a pepper... Spray bomb, like in our room. It is. It really does feel like that. Like when I walked back in from checking on Amy, I could. I kind of got coughed, yeah. choked up over here. My throat started tightening. Okay, you guys shut up. You okay. Nothing. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, we'll shut well, up. Hey. Is, Amy, is that Amy back in the room? No, that's Morgan number two going to check on Amy. But I don't know. Bones, I don't know we're the Amy... only ones left. Like you guys are out for the count. Eddie, what do you want to talk about, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, you want to do, you want to do it, tell me something good, man? Oh. Eddie, the How's dad. She's in the bathroom now. She's, okay, she her, okay, that's she said good. Her face is on fire. Is how she feels. Oh my god. Uh, her mascara is uh, all over her cheeks. Uh, and oh. She doesn't have that run-free mascara. Hey, your eyes look better, Bones. Yeah, they do. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I can't even think straight. Oh no. 
Well, that wheel found a way to get you, didn't it? I wasn't even on. I know. That's stupid what I'm wheel, uh, and uh, I still was punished. Mm-hmm. Was, did somebody take that? That uh, yeah, we took it out of the room. Oh. Anybody else want to take a shot? Nope. It's nope. like my. Uh, hey, by the way, fun party trick. Oh. No, there's no way. Bones. It was like a, a terrible traumatic scene going on here after that bit. I mean, like, it I, was so. It was like a hospital room. I will tell you what. I got some great audio of Amy. Oh man. Whenever I've you guys. Whoever brought me paper towels, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, oh, man. I got, my, I, I got you. That's what I do. Take care of my, it was my not people. Either one of you guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, okay. Oh, I, I can hold them open finally. Good. I mean, it feels like I got two microwaves coming out of my face. <clears throat> that sucks. Okay. Should we spin that wheel? I honestly thought I was. I might go blind. It <laughs> hurt that bad. It's terrible. Oh, you dropped yeah, the you song. Drop, you dropped the song. I don't give a crap. All right. Abby, what do you have there? I thought that was Amy. No, you don't want water, guys. Water makes everything worse. Oh, I'm just telling you. Hey, put some. I, I mean, am I gonna literally take a milk? Put yeah, milk you, you want to take I a wouldn't. milk bath? Absolutely. I mean, you take a tomato bath when you get sprayed by a skunk. So why wouldn't guys, you take a milk bath? Can I tell you something that I yes. just did? That I'm really. Stupid. You touch your eyes again? No, I didn't. But oh. I need to wash my hands. I started to look at the screen, just and I, and I can't see anything because it's blurry. And I was like, well, I've lost my vision. But I don't have my glasses on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot I already didn't have vision. You're like Wilma from Scooby Doo. Okay. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I'll go to the bathroom now. Yeah, go milk. Okay. Milk me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gaylord Fokker. All right. It's a little bit up on your eyes. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, telling milk? you. Really? Milk yes. in the eyes, guys? Yes, I read it online. It's I, oh, you Googled guys, it. Thank Good. you. WebMD. Well, Good. you don't need WebMD. You got me. Come on. I told you that 10 minutes ago. Let me have this. So I'm just going to dip this in the milk. Yeah, dip it. Like you're dipping a donut in your coffee. Put it on your eyeball, Bones. Uh, yeah, you got to open. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm not putting milk in my eye. Now drink the milk. Uh, yeah. Gargle. That does help a little bit. <laughs> really? That's crazy. I, I'm hey. sorry, Lunch. You knew what you were talking about. But also, the crap he tells us to do all the time. <laughs> it's like Boy Who Cried Exactly. Wolf. How do you trust him? Yeah. How, oh. How's Amy doing? Fine. She'll be fine. <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, things happen. <laughs> I'm going to be fine, too, but this hurts. Oh, mm. yeah. That definitely hurts in your eye. Oh, That's dude. probably worse than taking the shot. Oh, yeah, let's say that. <laughs> Don't tell that to Amy. May start a Does fight. she know I'm also in pain? Uh, I think she's aware, yes, but yeah. she doesn't care. Okay. All right. I think we're going to call it here. Yeah. Oh, boy. Woo. Kind of regret that one, Bones? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun, I, I guess. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Ray, let's go ahead and get out of here. I'll give you a countdown and we'll get out of here. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Troy, Michigan. A man and a woman on a romantic night out go to a local restaurant, have some drinks. She gets a little intoxicated, and the security guard says, hey, ma'am, you're going to have to leave. She gets upset, takes a Red Bull can, and boom, pops him in the head. Police are called. She's arrested. She goes to jail. Well, the boyfriend's like, I'll be a romantic. I'll go get her out of jail. He drives drunk, shows up to the police station, and gets arrested. That's the worst. Dang, that stinks. I was uh, watching a story about Lindsay Lohan this weekend and Uh her struggles. And so she gets in trouble for some drugs or something, and 
So they put her in jail, and then her dad's going to bail her out, Michael Lohan, and he gets a DUI on the way. Oh, Whoa. No. Well, there you go. Her, and then he went to jail for like a year Ugh. from that DUI. Kind of similar to the story. And then also on this story, it depends how many dates they've been on, too. Like, <laughs> Sounds they st- like they're perfect together, though, Well, right? that's the question. Do they stay together, or are they perfect for each other? Hopefully they can get yeah. healthy together. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. An American Airlines flight made an emergency landing in Wisconsin yesterday. They took off from New York. They were headed to Los Angeles, but they had to land in Wisconsin because there was a lot of smoke in the cabin. This is one I would not want to happen to me. I wouldn't mind if somebody's... You know, running butt naked down the aisle. You tape them to a seat. Yeah, nobody gets hurt. No, yeah, th- th- to me, that's probably scary for a second, but funny. You get a good laugh in, <laughs> you get a good story. I don't like when they're smoking the plane. Mm-mm. I mean, I am so scared to fly still. And I know me saying this just manifests it even more into my life where I fly the next time and I'm so scared. But we flew to Utah and back. And I say this in that I fly probably, I don't know, 150 times a year. I hate it every time. Anytime we hit a bump, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, but turbulence is okay. And that's what we just have to continue know, to remind I, you. Part of flying, dude. I yeah. talked to Amy's husband, who's that could not be a higher flyer. I couldn't, I read articles, I read Science Digest on flying. I get it. You read Science Digest on flying. Yeah. Never heard of that oh. me, me either. Just yeah. kind of a, it's <laughs> all encompassing about all the crap I read online about turbulence. I know it's supposed to be a speed bump in the air, but there are times where turbulence has wrecked planes before. Yes. Because it's been so bad. Mm-hmm. But what I, when I'll talk to pilots and I'll say, how do you guys know when not to hit that turbulence? What they do is they talk to like other pilots up ahead of them that have talked to Whoa. air control. Yeah, there's instruments. And they're like, they avoid this the space. Weather. Yeah. But still, I'm up so high. And I still have a problem with how we get that big old piece of metal up that high and we yeah, feel I know. good about it. It is pretty wild. But I so mean, what was that smoke? Pe- oh, no. Somebody light up a cigarette? No, it doesn't say they're investigating what happened in the cabin. Oof. No, a cigarette, that wouldn't be enough smoke no. to put it down. <laughs> That's enough smoke to tape them to the seat. Right. <laughs> that ain't no smoke to put the plane down. I'd be freaked out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you see these planes hit a bird and then you see the whole engine on the right side go down and they've got to turn the plane around. When, when do you they see land that? on the Hudson. When do you see that? They la- the Hudson? I've <laughs> I know it. that. I've, like never been, I've never oh. been in one, but I've seen it on, on, or when people will, you know, video from their phone it being on fire. Okay. Oh, is that real? Yes. Engi- everything you see online is real. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to tell you. I know. I don't, I barely believe anything I see now. I hate flying. It just is the worst. And, and I was talking to Caitlin about it and I said, hey, why do I hate flying so much? And the theory is, one, that I'm a control freak. I can't control when I'm up in the air. Mm. I, I can't even see the people that are up there. And then, two, the second theory is I never flew until I was late teens, really, 20s, because we didn't go places. We were poor. We didn't go on vacations. We didn't fly. And so she's like, I think you just didn't do it enough as a kid. And since you started doing it as an adult, you've always been scared. It's a good point. Her, she flew as a kid. She was like, I, I don't know, six years old. We were flying places. So I was never scared of it. I was six years old. Man, me every time. I would just, if this was me, I would just cry. This yeah. Plane, I would just start crying. Like, it would be, I would weep until we landed. Yeah, I think it's just something you're going to have to, you're obviously learning to live with it. Sucks. I want to take pills, and I don't because I know that, one, if I fall asleep, I may not wake up on the other side, and I'll be kind of out of it the whole day. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's hard. Mm-hmm. What's like arachnophobia, spiders, like fear of flying is? Aerophobia. Hyophobia. <laughs> Sounds Cra- right. Crashophobia. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, that's it. You guys have a good day. Today I get a haircut because I we have iHeart Country Festival, 
and we shot a whole video leading up to it. And the video is supposed to roll right into me walking on stage. And my hair is way longer than it was in that video. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. You need to and match. you know what? Really, who cares? But I feel like I need continuity. So I got to get a haircut today. Uh, that's what's up. Thank you, guys. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye, friends. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show.